good morning to you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> I want to bring something to your attention concerning this money management that um, that I've been speaking to you about. It is very clear to me that there are some people in this world that are sitting on their gift not knowing that they're bearing the talent that the Lord God gave them because they're afraid that they may fail. The word is, I am afraid. If you go back to it in the book of Matthew chapter 25, there was a story, a parable spoken there from verses 14 to 30. It is so clear how we manage our resources here on earth. Money is not on the road, but it's something that makes money. The machine that makes money for individual is your talent, your gift, your profession. That's the machine that makes money for individual in the corner of your room. If you're talented, you're gonna make money to feed your family. If you're gifted, if you 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 if you are gifted, you're gonna make money for your family. If you're a professional in some areas of your life, you're going to make money. If you work for someone, you're going to make money. But money doesn't go grow on a tree. <laughs> that's, it. that's my mother's language. So under that is where you will see this parable spoken um, from verse 14 of that chapter 25 of Gospel of Matthew. But you know what is so fearful here is the man that the Lord God gave one talent to. Now, there are three people of the three people in, in uh, together, and the Bible tells us a story. But the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country, who called his own servants, and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another he gave two, and to another one. Now, please pay attention to this one here. Observe this: to every man according to his several ability and straightway took his journey according to a several ability so just because we're friends doesn't mean we have the same ability to to make wealth but you will make it in your own way and i'll make it in my own way and this is how god has designed and the bible says and likewise he that received and and that which received five talents went went and traded with the same and made the other five talents and went meaning that he he invested. He left where he was given and he made move and he invested and he worked hard to get more five talents. And likewise that he had received two, he also gained other two talents. For he that received one went and dig in the earth and his lots and hid his lots money. Now we notice after a long time the the, the, the man came back. And, and now it's time for them to to give an account of what they have done with, with what he had given them. And one after the other, they were coming. The last one came and he said, he said to his master, um, back in, in verse 23, back in 24 rather, then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew 
that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid, and went and hid thy talent in the earth. So there thou hast, that is, that is thine. And his Lord answered, and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knowest that I reap where I sowed not, and gather where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchanges, and then at my coming I should have received my own with unsurry. That means with profit. <laughs> now, verse 28 is his way I love this. He said, Take therefore the talent from him, and give it unto him which had ten talents. For everyone that had shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that had not shall be taken away, even that which he had. The reason why many scandalize what they have today is this is why the rich will always be richer and the poor will always be poorer. The Lord God said, take the money from him and give it to the one that have ten. Let him have more. So he that have one will not have any at all. You see the story? It is very clear. His character is that an unprofitable servant. Not slothful servant, not only being slothful, but pay attention. Slothful servant will be reckoned with an unprofitable servant who do nothing to the who do nothing to the purpose of their coming into the world. Nothing to answer the end of their birth or baptism, or who are no way serviceable to the glory of God. They are not useful in any way. A slothful servant is a withered member in the body, a barren tree in the vineyard, an idle drone in the in the heap. Is good for nothing. In one sense, we are all unprofitable servants. We cannot profit God. But here is it. The Bible says in the book of Job, chapter 22, chapter 22, verse 2, it says, Can a man be profitable unto God? As he has, that is wise, may be profitable unto himself. So whatever you're doing here is for yourself. It is required that we are profitable. If we be not, Christ will not own us as his servant. It is not enough not to do hurt, but we must do good, must bring forth fruit. And, and, and though thereby God is not profited, yet he is glorified. So what do you think of this man that has this one talent? And he says unto his master, look, I don't know what to do with what you give me. Um... But you know, I've been, I've been thinking about it. I think um, I'm going to have to just keep this for you. Now, two things he's, convinced, he's convicted of here. So, slothfulness is number one. Here, the Lord God told him, Thou wicked and slothful servant. Pay attention to that slothful servant and wicked servant. And will be reckoned with that search by their master. For he that is slothful in his work and neglect the goods that God has commanded is the brother to him that is a great waster by doing evil that God's forbidden. Proverbs 18 verse 9 says that. I just paraphrased that. So here we have a man who refused to use what God gave him. Now number two is that he, there was a self-contradiction here. He said, Thou knew it that I reap where I sow not. I ought therefore to have put my money to the exchanges. 
Now, the hard thoughts which sinners have of God, though false and unjust, will be so far from justifying their wickedness and slothfulness, because now they're contradicting themselves. Because that they will rather aggravate and add to their guilt than to do what is right. And to do what's right. Many of us today are sitting on our gift. We are. We are. God gave him one according to his ability. Can I taste? Can I say this to you? It is not because God gave him one that he buried it. If God had given him ten, he would have buried it as well. That's the truth. He wouldn't have known what to do with it. There's some people like that on earth that have this great gift and they would never know what to do with it. And they sat on it and they sat on it and they sat on it until that kingdom come. I will hope you're not like that. I will hope you will use your gift because the Bible says the gift of a man will usher him before great men. I will hope you will use what God has given to you to earn your living, either professionally or maybe you're talented in some area or gifted in some area. In any area that you might have been, it is important that you have to understand that God didn't give you that just for a show. God gave you that because he wanted you to be to be profitable with it. If the man with this one talent had been given 100 talents, you can be rest assured, he will hide it. He will sit on it. Are you good at anything? Do you know how to do anything in any way that you can become, that you can say, this is my gift? See, there are some people that God had given that multitask. I've met several of them who are very gifted. My goddaughter is one of them. My goddaughter is, is severely multi-talented. That there is nothing that... You just need to tell her, what, how can this be done? I mean, such brain is real. And the good part of it is that she didn't know at the beginning until I began to point her direction to that and say, you know, you're good at this. And, and then she started doing it. And it's bringing her into the limelight. What are you good at? What is it that is your gift? What is it that's your talent? What is it that the Lord God had given to you that you... Um, please don't tell me God has not given you any. That's a lie. That's not true. That's a lie. That's a lie from the pit of hell. There's none here on earth that existed. That God has not given any kind of a, a gift or talent. There's none. But there's always something you will be good at. There's always something you will be good at. So now it depends. What are you good at? What is it that God has given you? What have you learned in school? What is your trading? What is your profession? What is your discipline? What are you good at? Because it is in what you're good at that you become better and mostly become the best in what you do. I met a man recently who cleaned windows. And I began to interview him. And he says he's been cleaning windows for a longer time because he couldn't go to school. That he used to work for a company and he cleaned cleaned windows at World Trade Centers and all that. And he showed me pictures of a award that he had been given. This man cleaned windows in a few minutes. And the way he cleaned the window is different. I've never met a man who cleaned windows like that. 
but he doesn't come around all the time. He comes comes occasionally. I've not seen him in a while. The way he cleaned the window, he has all these little things with him. That by the time he cleaned the window and cleaned the bottom of it, you will think, oh my God, how did you do that? He said, I, I didn't know how to do this. I learned this and I began to practice more and more and more and more. He said, I started doing it for free. He says, now I do it for a living. He said, I make living out of, I say, you make living out of cleaning window? He said, yes. He said, imagine all the stores here. If, if I can clean the windows at $10, you know how much I'm going to take home. And it is so true. This guy told me, he said, this is what he used in feeding his family. He leaves home in the morning like everyone that goes to office. He says, now, I guess he must have gotten some bigger contract somewhere because he said um, he, at the time that I saw him, which was a couple of years ago, he said he, he was trying to get into a company to be cleaning certain companies that he wrote them and he told them and showed them pictures that if they call him, he may not be on the street anymore. What is it that you're good at, that you're seated on? Is it food? So why don't you start trying to do a little here, a little there, and, and you know, and showcase your your specialties, you know, create some kind of a menu that, that you you only will know the secret and test it. Give it out for free for the minute, and then you go back into it. This is how money comes to your to your pocket. Money doesn't grow on the tree, and by that you 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 will become a very good um, investor. This is how it begins. Look, God has given you all that we need, has given us all that we need. It is left for us to make use of them. Thank you for listening, and God bless you. May God keep you, and God cause His face to shine well upon you. Good day.